on this very day, March 1st, has marked 10 years, a decade, uh, since I left the uh, scene at YouTube. Um, I started a YouTube channel and uh, doing all kinds of uh, videos, uh, mainly video game stuff, and did very, very well. Um, I was sponsored uh, by ads, um, got paid a great deal for the most part, um, really thought I was on the right trail, track of everything, and uh, it was really, really awesome. One thing that I've learned about humanity is as nice and kind and sweet it can be. It can also be very, very cruel as well. One thing I learned about trying to be all politically correct on my YouTube channel was trying to get the world to love me. Everyone. No matter the age group, uh, shape and sizes, religion, sex, or race, it didn't matter to me. just wanted to get people to love me. Someone left a comment, and it was a very paragraphic. I mean, they really took time to actually uh, execute this. And in today's guidelines, they would be banned from YouTube for life. I mean, some of the words they used were very harsh or very disturbing. Um, and I'm not talking from a cussing point of view, or curse words. I'm talking about very words that should not be said anywhere. I went livid. I went livid. And this, it was just shocking how I put myself under so much anger and anguish over one comment. I literally destroyed my YouTube career. I did. Nobody else did. I let one person's opinion get to me, thus help me vicariously through other comments. I read comment back to this person. But I fell into their trap. They're miserable. People that negatively attack you are attacking you for one reason or the other. It is one of two ways. One would be for their unbiased opinion. <clears throat> or two, they just live a negative life and want to spread negativity and misery all across the board. And I'm taking that this person was very negative on both keen ways than others. So I destroyed my YouTube career and I decided to hang it up. That was my fault. And for the longest time, I could not figure out what it was that I needed to do to deteriorate the bad comments and create more good comments. I came across this video and this is a, a YouTuber that's quite honestly is up there in the top 10 and I won't mention her name because that's not important. <clears throat> this YouTuber talked about how we as Americans and people across the world 
We're forgetting to speak from the heart. We're forgetting to stand up for our own good heart values and principles that you feel comfortable with. But without being disrespectful or being discriminatory in that sense. And this person reminded me that they had the same situation where negative feedback got the best of them. As a matter of fact, it cost them their marriage. Um, it cost a lot of valuable things throughout the home. I'm assuming he destroyed it. And, but what he said next hit me like a lightning bolt. He said that, you know, I thought about this in very small details. I cannot make the world love me. I cannot make everyone love me. No matter what. No matter what. I cannot make everybody love me. But if I'm real to myself, and I become, and I take independence back to me, and speak from the heart, and be respectful, and speak of unity, and speak of love for everyone, but also be able to stand firm with my core beliefs and values. Hey, as long as I'm happy, and I know that I can entertain people, and I'm being real, and I'm being me, that's the best I can be. And I and he said that since he reestablished himself and took went back to his roots, he's become far more better person. He was able to save his marriage, which congratulations to him. And the material things didn't really matter. And it hit me like a bolt of light. And, and I obviously thought to myself, well, I've already damaged playing my YouTube channel, so I just completely just disappeared. I was like, okay, so there's no need trying to scratch it back. I, I could probably do a reboot to a porno, but what good would it matter? Because some of the things I said in the video, unfairly modest, was unfairly aimed to a lot of other innocent people too. But I'm a human. I make mistakes. So, recently, uh, I've been more involved with my kids as far as when memes go. Now, I play video games with my kids. We we play outdoor activities. We play board games. We play all kinds of stuff. And, and, I've, and I've really gotten into these memes and what makes them trigger laughter. And it's the in-the-window joke behind it, and it makes sense to me, right? So... I heard of this app called Anchor, um, and I've always heard about podcasts. I never really, I never really downloaded a podcast app. If that makes sense. And so when I downloaded Anchor, and it tells you, okay, you can create your own. I'm like, sweet. What do I want to do? So before I decided to create my own, I went to explore other podcasters, Joe Rogan. Uh, the Funny Twins, um, various people, I, I stay away from political shit, truly and fairly, I stay away from that, because as much as I know about politics, I don't really like getting into that politically correctness, which that's coming up next in just the next few minutes, love what you guys are doing, a lot of people are doing great things, they talk about, you know, health and fitness, they talk about herbal medicine versus, you know, prescribed medication, all these things, valuable information that you can learn, that I've even learned for myself, 
but I've always been a shithead for comedy. And I've listened to a lot of com- comedians on here. Uh, some are well known. Um, some I've never heard of before, but they're completely hilarious. There's some on there I'm kind of like, okay, you know, not my tickle, but I respect what they do. So what can I do to contribute to the world of podcasting? And one of the most idiotic, moronic ideas come to mind, and my boys gave it to me. I said, Dad, what if you take memes and take it into an audio level? And do do comedy in an in-the-window sense where people pick up the hilarious in-the-window behind it, which you talk about. It could be anything in the world you could talk about. But you could slide a couple words in there and people go, oh, 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 you already just said? All these things kind of come into play. Now, mind you, I'm a little rusty, but I'm getting there. <clears throat> I created Chatterbox Insomnia, which just sounds like one of the most idiotic names in the world, but I love it. I created this podcast not because I want to become popular. I did not sign up for this podcast to get paid for paid segments, ads, whatever. I created this because I wanted to get my voice out and get people to tune in. Let the audience be the deciding factor of what you think of what you hear. Now, obviously, I'm already prepared that people are going to find the name idiotic. The thumbnail is a little questionable, but you have to kind of read between the lines. But the description tells everything about what you get ready to hear. Everything that you hear in what, 10 episodes now, is in the description. It matches perfectly. And I know everybody's going to call me an idiot, untalented, you're mediocre, you have mediocre equipment, you don't have the voice for it, and I'm okay with that. You know why? Because that is your opinion, and you're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion does not bother me. Right? My job is to try to provide a brand or a new sense or a new wave of comedy that people will find hilarious just by just kind of looking outside the box. It's really simple. Yet, yielding to complication to not completely go oversight the thinking process. Because when you do that, then you don't understand what you hear. Because people want to hear things, but are you listening to things? Are you listening to people? 59% of you are not. Well, that's okay. Let's not crunch numbers here. But, so, I wanted people to understand where Chatterbox Insomnia comes from. It's all about things in my head that I see on a daily day basis. Things I see on TV, things I see in the real world. Um, Ideas, I hear people talking. And, and I don't always just pop up and do a segment. I don't, I'm not one of those that just kicks in. Oh, i got to finish this season up a certain amount of time. It's not that really much of that dedication. It's up to you, the listeners, if you love it or not. And I want everyone in the world to embrace it. But that's a false reality. Because what I'm getting ready to talk about is one thing that has set me free. One of the reasons why I do not choose ads. Or I don't choose a platform that's going to control, like... Facebook does is because I'm independent. I speak from the heart. The things I do, the things you hear me say, I speak from the heart. But I'm being me. And yes, people, I'm not going to be politically correct about shit. I'm not. I'm simply not because when you when you sign on board to be politically correct, I'll give you an example. Twitter and Facebook. <clears throat> Some of the most politically correct platforms out there. Great platforms, 
lovely ideas for people to communicate, but look how it's gotten out of control. Look at how people put this on there and nothing's said about it. Nothing is done about it. But you let someone voice about, you know, supporting President Trump and they're shut down 24 hours. I know three people that were shut down because they mentioned Trump or they mentioned about the election. Rather, I believe in a theory or not, it's completely irrelevant to me, but it was shut down. Now, is that wrong of Facebook to do that? Because let me tell you something, people. How many of you are really being honest with yourselves? Do you truly stand by your principles, or are you just a puppet on a string? Because at one time, that's who I was. I was a puppet on a string. The real me, I set aside to show the world a fake me to get people to love me. I'd rather be loved for... I'd rather be loved. I'd rather be hated for who I am than be loved by someone I'm not. And you will learn that quick, fast, and hurry, especially if you're someone that's young. And you will learn that you have to stand your ground on certain principles as long as you're not being discriminatory. I'm all about race, religion, and sexuality. I don't care... If you're gay or straight, I don't care if you're atheist or Christian, I don't care if you're black or white. I see human beings, I see people, I see variety. That's just me, okay? But I'm not going to stand here and be politically correct to the politically correct world because I refuse to be a puppet on a string. I refuse for expressing myself in my environment where I come from and where I feel in my heart. I'm not going to be, be pins and needles to the politically correct side of this world. Now, I've not brought up anything about a Democrat versus a Republican. That has nothing to do with this. But you know what I mean by political correctness, which means you can't say this. No, you can't say that. No, maybe I can't say that, but I'm going to defend a situation that refers to that. You take one person that makes a simple human mistake. We all make them every day. You say something you shouldn't have said. And that person shows regret and remorse and they cry about it. Watch their friends. If they're in the public eye, just shut away from them. Shut them out. Outcast them out there. Leave them by themselves because they don't want their perfect world being shit on. But now they're left in the cold and they have no one to go to. Right? Whatever happened to forgiving someone? Reaching out to that person and saying, hey brother, hey sister, hey, yeah, you shouldn't have said that, but it's okay. Say you're sorry. You tell the world you're sorry. And you rebuild yourself that way. It's completely, completely crazy out there. That's why I don't have Facebook and I don't have Twitter. I don't. I had a Twitter account one time for, I believe, and I may be wrong about this, but I believe I started a Twitter account just to start, you know, pushing this podcast out there. But I've seen how one-sided Facebook is, and I've seen one-sided how Twitter is, and it makes me sick in my stomach. And I do not choose to put myself back into the social media scene of a politically trap.
because maybe you said something you shouldn't have said. And it's wrong. I'm not saying it's not wrong. But I feel like that we're being condensed to say only certain things and be only one of the things and you have to be silent. You have to say things that against your moral compass or your principles because that's what the world wants you to be. They want you to be fake. They're wanting to cram this shit down your throat. What kind of world do you have when everybody in the world is being politically correct? It's like you're looking at the mask of someone, but who's behind that mask? It's someone that's angry. It's someone that's bitter. And I guarantee that 99% of you that's listening to this right now has went inside your home to your wife, your girlfriend, your best friend, whatever, and you just unleashed hell verbally. Because you can't stand the political correctness. It's too much pressure. It's too much pressure on this teenage girl, this teenage boy. There's a, there is a independent way of being right and wrong in your principles without having to be politically correct. That's why I choose not to be in social media. Social media started to be an excellent thing. It really was. I was all down for Facebook. It was really magnificent. Now it makes me sick in my stomach. Listen, I'm not knocking anyone out there that's politically correct, even though I said you're a puppet. I don't mean that in a in a sense. I mean that in a third-person sense where the political correctness world wants to be the puppet master. You have to break free. You have to love yourself. You have to love people around you. People that you know that will ride and die and stay by your side no matter what. Because you have to be that person. And you know if you are a good person, people are going to see that. If you're a bad person, people are going to know that. They're going to see that. It's all about being you. And you don't have to be so brutal in speaking your mind. You just speak from the heart and you stand for your principles. And that's all you have to do. That's all you ever have to do. And I'm sending this message... To everyone that's listening, I know I don't have a big audience, I get that, you know. But I want each and every one of you to know that anyone who takes time to listen to an idiot like me on this podcast, I love you to death. I appreciate everything, I appreciate the time that you're taking to listen to me. And I respect your views and I respect your opinions, whether you like me or you don't. I respect you still, but don't expect me to be politically correct. On a respectful note, I can voice my principles and speak from the heart without offensiveness, without ab- abnormalities, without being abrasive like sandpaper because that's what makes you bitter. You don't want to be a bitter person. A lot of people really don't want to be bitter. Some people are bitter and they don't understand why. They really don't. Because their guided compass is broken. It's been broken. If you think I'm full of shit, that's great and fine and dandy. I respect that. But let me tell you something, brothers, and let me tell you something, sisters, that's listening right now. The world of political correctness is causing more harm than it is good. 
think about what I'm saying. And in the end, and again, you can choose to be and do whatever you want to be. It is your life. It is your persona. If you believe you can make the entire world and universe love you, great. Good luck. But in realistic forms of value principles and speaking from the heart and not being afraid of who you are and being afraid of who you, where you come from. But at the same time, you show someone from the opposition love and compassion and friendship and be able to respect each other on so many levels. That's awesome. That is the ideal world. That we can be imperfect and acknowledge that. And people see you you're at your imperfections and say, you know what, it's okay. You're fucking human. Be fucking human. Don't be a goddamn puppet. Just don't be a puppet. Voices can be heard when that voice is spoken loud. You're only as good as the person. And this is a quote that I learned a long time ago. People said you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Right? But you wait a while. Take that horse at the time that he's worked hard. And deservedly take him to the creek and let him drink all he wants. It's about timing. It's about approach. And it's about the way you present it. You don't have to be politically correct to let people know that I'm a lovable person. Everything about me is perfect. Everything is fine. Everything is good. Yay. No, you're not. You're not perfect. You never will be perfect because that's what humans are. They're not perfect. They make mistakes. It's the type of person you are behind the mistakes that makes or break who you are. You either remorse and regret and say you're sorry and move on or you become a discriminatory, hateful, vengeful person for the rest of your life. It's your choice. My friends, this is just a word of advice to all of you that I love and care about. I want the world to be themselves. I want the world in unity. I want the world to be free. But if we don't break away <clears throat> from the puppet master of political correctness, we will never know truly who we are or who the people we haven't got a chance to know yet.